This is the Patchwork Suite, where single musical theme is the common thread in a season of variations. The heart of these variations is the theme we're listening to now, a poetic waltz by Enrique Granados. I'm your Patchwork Suite host, Mary Claire Murphy, and throughout the series, I speak with composers who have graciously written a short work expressly for this podcast. I've asked each composer to draw on both the Granados theme and on a textile they find meaningful. With each new voice we hear, and with each musical sampling, we're building a colorful and diverse patchwork of artistic expression. To the patchwork, we add a yard of cream tulle, adorned with pink blossoms, softly, romantically flowing. It's an angelic fabric to fashion into a gown. This particular tulle gown was a prom dress, and it marked a chapter from the coming-of-age story of Cleveland composer Meredith Gula, or as her mother affectionately calls her, Mary Legs. That nickname long predates the featured dress, so let's begin our story there. This is the origin of Mary Legs. I actually was talking to my mom about this the other night because I was like, I don't even know why really she calls me that. She's been calling me that ever since I was really young, but she told me um, when I was younger, I was like a huge animal lover. I still am now. And I would always watch the movie Black Beauty about the horse. And I, she was like, you would just watch it over and over. And I guess there was a horse in it called Mary Legs. So my mom started calling me that. And I loved it, so now, even now, she'll sign cards and put that on my cards and, like, text me that and stuff. So the nickname stuck. In addition to her fondness for Black Beauty and the animal kingdom in general, Meredith had other loves, too. Music was one of them. I grew up playing the piano, so that's my main instrument. Um, my dad is a great pianist, and he's the one that got me into playing it. And actually, my sister took lessons, too, when we were younger, but... Yeah, my dad would always play like in our house growing up and we would like run around our living room and stuff when he was playing. So that I think really influenced me and just inspired me to want to be like the same. I started like pretty casual lessons when I was seven um, and I stuck with those for like maybe till I was like 12 and then I got really serious about it when I was maybe like 13 or 14 I started taking lessons at the Cleveland Institute of Music and I think that just really improved like the way I was playing and made me want to keep doing it forever. Meredith's study of piano soon yielded curiosity about music composition. Even before she learned about modern staff music notation she started writing down ideas with a system of her own. I always would like improvise little things like when I was supposed to be practicing like stuff like that and so I would like even when I was really young I think I would my mom still has some of like the post-it notes I'd write like a b c like something like that and I'd put like supposed to be scary or like something something like that and then so I'd always do stuff like that but I think I was really like scared of like the notation side of it because I just had like literally no idea how to even start with stuff and I would like try to write stuff and I'd be like oh that doesn't make any sense so I'd like be like forget it. And then what really lit the musical fire in Meredith was the 2014 film The Theory of Everything based on a memoir about Stephen Hawking. The music in it it's by uh, Johan Johansson and it's just really 
like cut through to me and I was like oh I love this and I was like I kind of want to write music like that so I think I watched that when maybe I was like in eighth grade or something and then ever since that I was like really passionate about writing music. Meredith's now a sophomore composition student at Bowling Green State University with her eyes still sparkling at the thought of film scoring or other ways to bring creativity into her everyday life. Scoring for any type of like visual media would be really cool, like some type of visual art or something. I always felt like inspired by like photography, like cinema, stuff like that, even when I was younger. And I think that really like helped me through my teenage years and stuff. Like it was always like something for me to crawl back to. And like, I feel like I found a lot of healing. My music is so, like, it's just such a deep part of, like, my soul, and it's my main way of expressing myself, because sometimes I don't really express myself a lot, like, verbally, so having people hear that is really close to my heart. The composition Meredith crafted for the Patchwork Suite is a tribute to her teenage years and all the ups and downs therein. The piece is titled Mary Legs after her childhood nickname and it reflects some of the emotions she experienced between that time period and the end of high school. The music opens actually from the high school vantage point and then reflects on earlier times. So we start by painting the gentle, dreamy character of Meredith's favorite prom dress. That first section continues for a few bars more, setting up a reverie on clouds of cream tulle. But let's listen a little closer. There's a fragment of the patchwork theme there, the Granados Waltz theme, that is, but it's veiled in those layers of tulle. Here's the first little seed from the Waltz theme. The pitches I'd really like to pay attention to here include the F-sharp, A and G sharp. Or simplifying the rhythm. Now listen in to the melodic motive of Merry Legs. There's that delightful whisper of the idea, which Meredith then spins into a theme of her own. From that point on, her variation, Merry Legs, flows freely like a rhapsody through a series of emotive episodes. Meredith very intentionally described these episodes in her score with expressive text like, for example, childish and whimsical. Or anxious and panic-stricken. At one point, Meredith even evokes bewilderment with inspiration from a classic fantasy by Lewis Carroll. I kind of was just picturing, like, 
literally Alice falling down the rabbit hole like in Alice in Wonderland because I love that movie and I get a lot of like inspiration from that and I was kind of just thinking like that it would be a slow motion version of that happening and you're like kind of falling over yourself and you're like what is going on right now but you're like wait this is really cool and really exciting but also I'm scared. A lot of the pieces that I've done at least in the past few months like reach some type of really climactic part and it almost is always has like a disturbing tone or something which is funny because I feel like that isn't really I don't seem like someone that would write stuff like that at least not to myself and so I think once I reach that point I'm like okay I want it to kind of dwindle down bring in some material that was in maybe the beginning or middle and then kind of trail off and end it there so I feel like usually once it reaches that point I know it's not going to go that much longer after that. True to her word, Meredith follows that trip to Wonderland with a reprise of the opening gown-inspired material. It's slightly different than the opening. After all, it's been through the turbulence of all the previous episodes, so the music, much like the composer herself, exudes a new air of maturity. I kind of wanted to represent like, you know, feelings of like darkness and uncertainty, but also like just content and like warm moments or like specifically beautiful moments and then draw them apart, but then bring them back together kind of at the end. The very form of Meredith's variation, Mary Legs, with all its colorful vignettes. Well, it's right at home in this podcast where we celebrate a patchwork of creative ideas. We've heard some of the individual patches of hers, but now let's stand back for a complete impression of this coming-of-age story.
pianist Abigail Peterson recorded Meredith Gula's patchwork suite variation titled Merry Legs after Meredith's childhood nickname. Through that series of episodes, we saw the tragic and the beautiful married together. And I can't help but wonder if that coupling was part of your own coming-of-age story, too. My sincere thanks to Meredith for her contribution and conversation on the Patchwork Suite. To learn more about the podcast or revisit the original Granados theme, queue up the Patchwork Suite Episode 1 and find all subsequent episodes online at WGTE.org. <laughs>